This is Colleen McGee with the Fort Riley Public Affairs Office and episode 17 of our podcast. This week we explore the variables and the opportunities at the Fort Riley Education Center. We'll hear from Barton Community College, Kansas State University, University of Mary, and our own Education Center staff on what it takes to navigate secondary education in today's environment. COVID has affected everything. So what does that look like for teaching a class? Hi, this is Janet Ball. I work for Barton. I'm the director of Fort Riley's academic programs. What we're doing is something called fusion classes, and they are a combination of students who are physically in the classroom and students who are joining the class via Zoom. So far, it's it's working very well. We've had great support from our IT staff. God bless the IT staff. Do you think that this hybrid has enabled more people to participate in classes? Okay, I was, that's fantastic. You read my mind because I was just about to say that I have made an argument, and I'm getting some good support for it, that even after all this COVID craziness is over, if it ever is, that we continue this uh, fusion program, and I am fairly certain that that's what we're going to do. There was already some talk about doing more fusion classes. We also have a campus at Fort Leavenworth, and so we are able to offer fusion classes that have Fort Riley and Fort Leavenworth students in them. That way we can maximize the offerings. I absolutely agree that we do see that some students who maybe wouldn't be able to participate for a variety of reasons are now able to participate in the classes through Zoom. Uh, It seems like the class that students are the most apprehensive about taking via Zoom are like math classes. They find out very, very quickly that when they need extra help, the teachers are more than happy to have one-on-one sessions with them. The Fort Riley Tutor Center is still open. The tutors are doing uh, tutoring sessions via Zoom. They, a lot of students who were worried about that they weren't going to get support or that they weren't going to be able to connect with their teachers or with a tutor, they're, they're finding out that, that absolutely we've thought about that, we have contingency plans, and we are all there to basically support them in what they're doing. What is this going to be looking like as far as tuition, this hybrid? Is it going to add some cost, do you think, to the, to the students? Our LSEC uh, day classes are no cost. Um, they, they are fully scholarshiped. We are not adding anything extra uh, associated with cost to the student at all. My name is Mary Byington, and I'm with the University of Mary. And uh, we do uh, graduate courses here on Fort Riley. And when it comes to fees, we've always had a technology or distance learning fee. So it didn't matter if they were sitting in the classroom or if they were online. It was going to be the same cost. About half of our classes have always been online, so those were a little easier. But they are still trying to put, like, our nursing classes, our counseling classes, and stuff like that into the online realm. Our tuition didn't go up, but our fees did, about $13 per credit. So I have another question for you real quick, because you said half of your classes were already online. So for me, I see this as a challenge for online courses that already existed to set the game up a little bit. Yes. Our instructors have always been there. They're required to give a contact phone number, a contact email, and office hours. It doesn't matter if they're an online teacher or sitting in the classroom. So 
we've always um, prided ourselves on always being there for the students. Jump in and, and this yeah. is Dom Dominic Barnes with Kansas State University. And uh, our, the impact of COVID for our on post courses has been twofold. One, we have a airframe and power plant program that requires hands-on. So we've had to move that our next courses to not start until January. The second program we have is an associate degree in web development technology, and that class was always both available on campus or on post and then online at the same cost. That's going basically we're just focusing on online for that with no additional cost. Neither of these classes have had technology fees. It's just built in to the TA cost, so they're covered by TA. Our online course fee for our online program was actually reduced by about 70% for this semester. You know, on the main campus in the online world, for the, the bigger university, it, it's a different story to tell on that one. But here on Fort Riley, our, our soldiers engaging are, they have to wait a little longer, but there's no increase in cost. So have you guys seen an increase in enrollment? This is the University of Mary. Uh, mine's actually about the same. Mine, uh, we are actually starting face-to-face -face classes again in September, and all eight of my active students are coming back to the classroom. Obviously, we're going to um, uh, do a social distancing and make sure we have everything and everybody's safe, um, but uh, they all want to come back to the classroom just because they all started in the classroom and they, they like that better. But anybody outside of that, everybody that's added to us since COVID had started, they would rather stay online. And again, that's, that's about the same for me, but I'm kind of at my own niche with a graduate program. I don't have that many people that are even eligible for it, much less want it. So for me to get eight to 12 people a year is actually normal. And that's what I got this year is eight. Uh, this is Janet Falk with Barton. I would say that our enrollments are better right now than they were a year ago today. What would you attribute that to? Some of it was deployment. You know, there were just a variety of, you know, outside factors. Um, and I also think that some people uh, took advantage of some of the COVID-related craziness. Then that's not meant to be negative at all, but they were going to be home. They were, you know, going to have some time on their hands, so they might as well use it and be productive. So is it kind of late for this season to register for a class? No. No. We always have something starting, and I think that's probably true for their other schools, too, but I'll let them speak to that. Dominic with K-State, we have a classes cycle that starts on the 17th of August, which is next week. So there is still time to do that. We take students in uh, up to the last second. And then Airframe and Power Plant Program, I'm taking names for soldiers who are interested in compiling a roster to re-engage with them in uh, January. Okay, now we have somebody from the Education Center there. Yes, so my name is Freydon Martin. Great. And Freydon, tell me who all you service. I know we've heard a lot about soldiers and their family members, but who else is eligible to take advantage of the schools that are available to them through the Education Center. We also can help veterans as well that have retired 
and those who are family members, as you mentioned. Uh, we also um, do service some other branches of the military, um, like the Air Force with testing, but mostly um, it's uh, the reservists and the active duty for the Army. Okay. And also DA civilians, um, I've got to mention that, but we also service them as well. So our world's been a little bit crazy, and I think maybe the one constant is education. What would you guys have to say to that? Well, this is Marion Moore. Education is uh, something, like you say, it's uh, keeping up with what's going on in the world. Soldiers are looking for promotion opportunities. Some of them are planning to transition out of the military, so they may be looking for a new career. Our office is open. The west side of the building that has a ramp is the only unlocked door. So how does somebody get started with you guys' service? Who do they do they call? You guys have a central phone number? Okay, yes. Uh, this is Freydon Martin again. So our central number is 785-239-6481. And they can call, and the receptionist can get them started with talking to a counselor. Or if they want to just come to 211 Custer Avenue, and come into the education center, they would just sign in and they can see a counselor. This is Mary. I think the, the, the biggest thing is to know that the, um, all of us are on open enrollments, most of us, and that it's never too late to start school. It's never too late, even if it's the middle of the semester, the end of the semester, there's, there's always something available with one of us that can help them get started and not to wait. The longer you wait, the less you'll do. So there you have it. It isn't too late, and there are a lot of options to continue your learning journey. Call the Education Center today at 785-239-6481.